Recording. Hi. Hello. Welcome to an episode of the Survivor's Guide to Coronavirus. I'm joined by someone who uh, I've looked up to for a long time. Um, and uh, I'm sure you have too. Pia Miranda. How many kids how many kids do you have, Pia? Two. How old are they? I've got a ten-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. So you're I've seen your Insta stories, so you're clearly very involved in their homeschooling. Yeah. Well, the ten-year-old, she's pretty good. Like she's studious and she's self-sufficient, but six-year-old. She's self-sufficient. <laughs> you gotta sit there and do it with them. So one's they're both in primary then. So you, both it, in primary. So she kind of you get like a, a like a a sort of block of all the things to do throughout the week and you cross them up as you do them. So yeah. she's pretty good. Like she's, you know, she's a just a studious kids. She can work it out. She's on the computer. But you got, yeah. you got, you know, the blog and the apps, and then you got to like sit him down, and explain things, and then make sure he watches the movie, and then do the maths, and then send it to the teacher. And it's full on. So what does the teacher do the whole time? Well, I guess she's just marking stuff. So isn't the t- is the teacher disciplining people on the internet, like over Zoom? Is it Zoom that they use? They just use a thing called Seesaw, so you just kind of hand it in, like send little videos. No, she's been pretty good. You know, I, I just wasn't, ex- I wasn't expecting it. The, a- the actor's lifestyle, though, like, you know, um, most of the time, like for, as a comedian, most of the day normally I'm at home anyway. So this is not really a huge change in that regard. Same sort of thing with you. I'd say so. Like I like being home a lot. But you know that thing, like my kid, I just got in that groove, like, you know, last year I had a kid in prep and it was the first year of school, but I had a kind of weird year where I was away for a term and then I was, like, mentally disturbed for two terms, like, after Survivor. So this was, like, my year where I got them to school and I was like, oh, you know, I've got two kids in school, I'm good, and then I'm homeschooling, you know. <laughs> I'm homeschooling two kids. So I was, no, no one was prepared. I'm not alone. I just don't think any of us expected that this is what we would be doing. I mean, I'm happy to do it to keep everyone safe, yeah. but it's just a, it's just a change in mindset. I feel like... We can both relate uh, to reality television in different ways because, well, you've done the real deal reality. You've done Survivor. That's like the, that's the, that's the original, the, you know, the tough one where you're actually playing mind games and, and you have to be strategic. I did, I'm a celebrity, which is weird because you don't really know the point, like you're doing it and you can't really do the show better than you, you just have to be there. You don't have to be too, like, you don't have to turn on people and lie to people and do all that. But it's kind of, like, I'm a comedian, so it's just, like, funny, you know? It's all just, all a bit of content. Um, Whereas for you, like, so I feel like that experience, was that preparation for this weird phase of life we're in now? Oh, maybe in the sense that I think, like, Survivor makes you, after being on Survivor, it definitely makes you feel um, just content, you know, like content with little things. Yeah. Like I still lie in bed when I hear rain and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to have it <laughs> in my head. So those little things definitely yeah. make it easy. So, I do, yeah, I do feel like it helped me a little bit in the sense that, you know, I can go, well, we've got a roof over our head, we've got food. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I'm lucky I want the money because we're artists. Like we don't get, yeah, any, yeah. We don't get know, any benefits right. from the government. So um, I'm very thankful for that because I think I'm under a lot of stress right now if I didn't. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I can kind of look at my situation and go, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk about how I need a cocktail at the end of the week. I really, <laughs> I really fucking do. <laughs> Did your kids watch the show? Yeah. Do they, uh, so were they fans of the show before it, before you were on? Look, I'm a me fan. So I, um, 
And I, I liked the Australian one and um, yeah. we'd watched, we just watched the season before mine, the Australian one with um, with my daughter and my son likes the um, the challenges and stuff because they're pretty crazy yeah. on the Aussie one. So, yeah. yeah, when I, they knew what it was. But you could do one for them. Have you like had to do, have you done like little survivor challenges at home for them? Like can you just send them out? Just, just kick them out for the weekend. Just let them sleep in the garden. They can figure out. <laughs> See how self-sufficient they really are. I'm doing something tomorrow. It's a gig, Pear. Go, go take the gigs where you can get them. For Stan, um, there is a lockdown comedy festival. Um, yeah, which is where you perform to no people, which is horrible for a comedian. However, I think it could work. I think it is going to be funny. So I'm actually hosting one of the episodes and so I'm hosting it from my front driveway. So I'm to my, performing to my neighbours next door. and I've never met them. Um, they're going to come to their driveway. I, I sent them a letter. I, I typed up a letter, rolled it up, put it inside a toilet roll and then uh, put it in their letterbox and then they text me saying we'd love to come and I, and I put one on the, the, the neighbour's house next to them as well. And they took the letter out and left the toilet roll on their letterbox and haven't texted me and the, and the toilet roll is still there. No. Yeah, it's there. So I feel like they're just like, they've just looked at it and gone, piss off, mate. We do not want to get involved in your crap. And or maybe they just didn't want to touch your old toilet roll. Like, maybe <laughs> like it's Corona. Like why are you giving me your old toilet roll? But they haven't texted me. Isn't that like... Was it a full, it's a full toilet, toilet roll? And, and oh, like a full one. A full toilet roll. It's still unwrapped. Got, still got the it glue wasn't thing. like an individually wrapped one. I was no. exposed to the elements already. No. Who knows what you could have done tampering with that? Yeah. A random toilet roll. I could have licked it. So. Anyway. Oh, that'll be fun though. I mean, weird without laughs, but. Yeah, it'll be weird without laughs, and I'm going to make jokes. Can about you have like a little app or something? It's just like you. <laughs> just like I think that's a great idea. Can I have you on loudspeaker, and then you could just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. At least you've got a gig. That's good. Yeah, it's a gig. No, it'll be, I think it'll be fun. And it's, you know, um, if you can do gigs like that, you can do. See, I don't know how it is with acting. Like, what is a hard gig in acting? It's like, is it, uh, do you have tough gigs? Like, oh, this is going to be a tough gig? Yeah, like some, I've been in plays that are really shit, you know, like just they're bad, no one likes them, and then you've got to yeah. get on stage every night for like two months and just perform oh, this really? play that no one's enjoying. So, are they, so, 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 the, so you know that the play is not being liked? And then you have to come on and... And just give it your all. Like, that's really tough. I find that... It's only happened to me once and a half, maybe. Like, <laughs> like yeah. once. <clears throat> that's really tough. When you Just anything that's just not working, you know, or even yeah. in a film or show that you're just like, just, I just don't feel like this is working. I find that tough because yeah. you've still got to kind of give you, you know, all your energy. Yeah. But it's yeah. not too bad. I mean, I've been doing voiceovers in my garage at the moment. Is it is it echoey? It's not. Oh my! Luckily, my husband's a soundie, so he sort of built yeah. me a thing. It's bad. Let's just fill with blankets and stuff. Yeah. But then you'll be in the middle of it, and then just kids will run past the street. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, um, for like voice voice over work? So you have to. Um, you, you can do a variety of different sort of voices. So can you do? Can you do like a professional voiceover? Like can you do newsreader voice? And can you do like? I can't one thing actually all the time so it's just I more do like advertising so like I do Liquorland and you know that kind of thing like at Liquorland you can get you know a bottle of blah 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 for $49. I think I've actually heard your voice on an ad. Yeah probably. That's awesome well I did a Tim Tam I did an Arnott's ad once and um yeah they basically you know I had to say um words that I wouldn't ordinarily say like um have a picky with your nana and stuff like that and um, <laughs> when I and I remember when I was in the in the booth, 
They said, oh, I love Tim Tams. And they sent me 50, no, 48 packets of Tim Tams. And they said, oh, share it with your friends. And I was like, sure. I swear to God, I'm not joking. I literally ate about 40 of those packets, not exaggerating, genuinely. And then when I finished them, they said, how'd your friends enjoy them? I said, oh, they loved them. And then they sent me another box of Tim Tams and I just had to give them all away because I just thought I'd do the same thing. I put on heaps of weight and the weight goes to my face. Oh, I'm like that. Weight always just goes to my face straight away. <laughs> do you get fat face as well? I just get really chubby little like, like I've been hiding like nuts in my cheeks. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, right, right, Because right. I'm huge when I'm, I have babies, I'm huge. I don't know what happens. I just, I go there. Like I, I get, you know, those people are like, oh, you know, you can see when people see you, like when you're eight months pregnant, like, oh, hi. Like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Like, at one point after my second baby, my jeans wouldn't go over my knees, which means my knees were the same size oh. that my ass used to be. Whoa. So what, can you get like really um, chubby knees? Is that what happens? <laughs> where does it, I don't know where it goes. Like the knee seems pretty. No, I've got it. No, I've got a good chunky leg though. Oh, but you, so it wasn't just the knee. It was like the chunk. It was a chunk around the knee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can't relate to that, but probably I reckon if I get real fat, I wouldn't be able to get jumpers over my head because I get a fat head. Someone- That's nice, the Tim Tams. I once got like, um, I did the voiceover for Cobb's Popcorn, you know, that, pl- and they sent me so much popcorn, the same thing for my kids. They were like, we'll send you, and I was just smashing <laughs> you just it. just hate it. Okay, this is true. One time I was at a restaurant and, uh, and someone came, the waiter came up and he goes, this is it's a horrible thing for him to say. He said, you look like that comedian, but a, um, but a bigger version of him. <laughs> and he wasn't joking. I was like, um, which comedian? He goes, Nazim. I said, oh, yeah, no, that's me. And he's like, <laughs> and he walked off. But he was being serious. He basically <laughs> said, I'm a fatter version of myself. That's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. I once had a chick come up to me in the street and be like, wow, it's so unusual. And I was like, what? She's like, in the flesh, you're not very attractive at all, are you? But on screen, what? you're gorgeous. And I was like. Oh, and she went, like, look at you. You're nothing. You're nothing. But on screen, my, you shine. And I was like, thank you so much. And she's like, no worries, no worries. It's just more of an incentive to get more on-screen work. I think in her mind she was probably thinking she was complimenting you. She was on screen. But people get a bit weird when they see people that they recognise. I do. I like to see people that I don't. You know Fitzy and Whipper? Who's the the Fitzy? I think Fitzy's the one that, um the Fitzy one. Anyway, I saw him once and, um. I, was, I don't know why. I still get excited whenever I see anybody, even, you know, when we're sort of like colleagues now, we're in the same industry. But I saw him at a petrol station in Lawn in Victoria and I was like, hey, Fitzy, um, uh, big fan. And he just, <laughs> he basically just treated me like I like was diseased or something. And he just like said, all right, mate. And he had his hands up and was kind of walking away from me like I was going to kill was him. Was he like, oh, I got accosted by some fat guy that looked like Nazim. <laughs> Pia, thanks so much for chatting. Thanks for chatting to me. You know, it's always nice to talk to people because we're all so lonely. No, we're so lonely. Look, thanks for, for, you know, getting dressed up as well. No, Sorry, just... I'm actually still in my yoga gear, but I did put on makeup. Are, are you doing yoga um, with with a class or something? Oh, uh, like, well, I've been doing teacher training for a while, so I just give myself a class. What? What do you mean teacher training? Are you a yoga teacher? Well, I'm almost a yoga teacher, yeah. It was just I had, like, a midlife crisis Whoa. and I decided to be a yoga teacher. Um, and then I had to, like, defer because I went away last year. And then, yeah, I'm pretty much done. So I just give myself a class or I'll just jump on the treadmill. But I feel like if I don't exercise, I get a bit, like, just... Yeah. Bummed out. Well, thanks, thanks, April. Um, what do I, how do we, how do you end a yoga class? Namaste. 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 <laughs>
So at the end of so <laughs> towards the end of that episode, you first said thanks for dressing up when she was clearly just wearing like a no, but she said wear. in the DMs, <laughs> oh now put makeup on. And then you said, oh, God, anyway, so we'll cut this shit up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh. Do you need a massage? I'm happy to. I need this massage. Go on. <laughs> also, I, we, when you ask people questions like, are you doing yoga with a group, are you being like a corona cop and trying to catch them out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant online, but no, that's a fair point. Um, oh, man. <laughs> 